Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our special guest call for the month of July. Uh, Ming and I are delighted to have Miss Mindy with us talking about her acting as if journey, acting as if into reality. So mm-hmm. want to say hi to everyone, Miss Ming? Yes. Good to be here again. Yay. Yay for Mindy. <laughs> Looking forward to hearing the story. <laughs> and we have Miss Mindy on. Do you want to say hi, Mindy, before I introduce you? Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. I can't wait to <laughs> tell you everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we were talking about the theme for this month, which um, is acting as if, but at a whole nother level, acting as if more into the state of knowing, uh, for both Ming and I, Mindy's name just popped straight into our head, mainly for all of the wins. I want to say over the last over the last three months, it seems like they're just have been constant for you, Mindy, the the winds that have been coming in. But it's been a full year that we've been working with Mindy back from when we started with coaching and the clarity about um, the farm has always been there, but more as it started out when we were talking more as the one-day dream. And over a course of one year, which if you all think about that, it's really not a long time to go from something Mm -hmm. that was a dream to each day with your post, Mindy, this dream is becoming more and more of a tangible reality. And um, just all of the steps along the way, you know, from uh, the people she's met and things that have gotten put out there, but all of that came from really stepping into the knowing of the fact that this farm was going to be, not necessarily which day or what time it was going to be, but the knowing that it was going to be, and then moving forward or acting as if, and that confidence of knowing that this was a done deal. So excited to have Mindy with us today. Excited to hear your story, Miss Mindy. And um, I will turn it over to you and probably Ming and I'll interrupt as we go through with different questions and comments and thoughts. But really want to hear about, you know, your journey from your one-day dream to, you know, really putting on that acting as if knowing it was going to be true and that. Um, I know you've had some, a lot, actually, of big wins here over, I, I want to say it's over the last three months. It feels like it's like over the last six months, but it really has been one right after the other, and I I think it's all been fairly recent. So <laughs> I think it's been the last six weeks, actually. I, I, I looked at the uh, calendar, you know, and I said, oh, man, it's only been like six weeks that all this stuff has been flying at me. <laughs> so this, yeah. So go for it. I'll turn it over to you. Oh, Tell us a little bit about your story. Okay, great. Thanks, everybody, for being here. I can't wait to share because this has been a really big dream for Don and I. And, yes, um, you know, when I was uh, coaching with Amina and Ming, I mean, they went through lots and lots of, you know, uh, things with me. And if you could have been a fly on the wall, um, you would have seen that, you know, I had a lot of resistance. I had a lot of fears. And my favorite was hiding out. And they can mm-hmm. attest to that. <laughs> you know, because I would get all excited about something and then I wouldn't actually put it out there. <clears throat> and I was still trying to, you know, figure out what I was what my purpose was, what I wanted to do and all that kind of thing. And um it, it's just been a real transitional journey for me. So anyway, let me start at where about six uh weeks ago. 
this is where it really started to happen, okay? There was an open house. And Donna and I love to go to open houses. I mean, we're, we just do this for fun sometimes, you know, <laughs> just go, you know and, and just act as if, you know, we've done this for a long time. We've been looking for the right dream home for years. I mean, like for our whole marriage of 10 years, you know, we, we've been looking for this. So this isn't something that just came overnight. But, you know, I remember you and Ming telling that, telling me, you know, like, get out there and just, you know, go see houses. Don't worry about where the money's coming from and just go look. So we, that's what we've been doing. And this last house that we saw um, was, you know, in uh, not really in our price range, but we were like, okay, we're not supposed to worry about it. <laughs> Let's just go. And it was a log house and it also had a barn on it. It had a pond. And so we get there and the realtor is really, really friendly, and of course, because she's doing an open house, but I could sense that it was something different. I mean, she was just, you know, we, we, we went through the house, and we went outside, and we saw everything that was there, and I come in, and I go, I love it, <laughs> and Don goes, well, what a way to negotiate, Mindy, thanks a lot, <laughs> you know, and so she, we start talking, and I said, well, you know what we want to do with this place, and and she she helped, you know, she was listening to what we were going to do, you know, with the big red reading barn and the, um, you know, the kids and the animals and creating forever friendships between kids and animals through the love of books and bringing that publishing in that in, in there, um, you know, talking about uh, be, uh, our Puppy Sense project, which is Be Kind, Be Fit, Be Me. I mean, she was just getting really excited about all this. And then we started talking about the educational center and saying we would, we want people to be able to come on the property and be have a place to meet and entrepreneurs, teachers, healers, coaches to be able to have a place where they can come and put on a program. And we can do that with online too. We can do the Zoom like you guys did uh, up in Dick Harbor. You know, um, a lot of stuff can be done here. And our so our our and and this can really. Um, morphing and evolving, you know, over these past six weeks even. I've changed my vision board, you know, several times. <laughs> and we came upon Educational Event Center with a unique learning and healing experience. <clears throat> so as we went through this, I was asking her, you know, what about zoning? You know, when you start to do something like this, since it's multi-purpose, what do we need to do about zoning? And she said, well, you're going to have to talk to the commissioner. And so she set me up. And we got a, um, you know, got an appointment, and we shared. I shared. I just went by myself. I shared the vision for the farm. They were super excited. Okay, <laughs> so we we just started. I just you know sharing everything about it, and they were like, you know what, you know, they had sent me a, a certain zoning, and I said this isn't going to work because they say I can only have five people on the property at one time, and I said that's not going to work. And so they said, well, what you need is a planned district to fit the needs of the farm. And we were just having so much fun. And then I posted in the group, like, who knew that going to a zoning meeting could be this much fun? <laughs> so this was really a delightful way to, to just start out with this, you know. I mean, I was, I was getting really geared up because everybody I talked to seemed to really get excited. The first, the real estate lady, and now the zoning lady, you know, and then she had a, a, a person who was with there too. So she was all excited. 
And I asked the question. She goes, you know, you can't do this in the city of Pickerington here. And I said, I know that. And I said, but is there any land in the, in the township that would work for this? And they both looked at each other and they said, uh, yeah. And so that to me just, you know, it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, there's lots of land, you know. It sounded like they had something in mind. So I have not heard back from them yet. And it's been uh, several, well, it's been over a month now. And I did check in with them, but I thought, okay, I'm only going to do that once because divine timing needs to be set in place. <laughs> and there must be a reason why they're not getting back to me right away. Either it's not the right place or, um, you know, we need to be clearer on what we want, right? Because a planned district would be, you know, it has to be exactly what you're going to do. So we have to be perfectly clear because they're not going to change it every day. You know, they're not going to go back and change this all the time. So I'm giving that back to the universe and saying, okay, let's just get clear. <laughs> and then so many, they, so many this ominous. So this is the latest huge development in the farm. And I want you to take us all the way back. Back, back about a year ago when we were okay. starting this, there was, when you had this idea at the time, you didn't even know of any other places that were doing anything like this. And then you met, then you've met somebody. I, I think kind of the first big moment was after getting clear that this is what you wanted was meeting somebody who had a farm um, doing not, not at all the same kind of stuff, not, not, not exactly the same stuff, but some similar things. And when was, when was that, that you met the people who had the farm? It was like maybe more than six months ago. Was it last summer? Um, are you talking about Sunrise Sanctuary? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, we had gone there. Um, yeah, that was quite a while ago. And then we went back. I went back last Saturday and with my daughter. And we got even more clarity after that <laughs> about what we wanted to do. And I was meeting even more, even more people because she had somebody from California that wanted to meet me. Um, see how this works? I mean, I'm... I'm getting people that I don't know, but, you know, people are just coming, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, and she, yeah, she has 170 animals on that farm. And it is a big sanctuary. And we've talked a lot about it, um, about what our vision is. And our vision for the farm is not a, so much of a sanctuary as it is a, a family farm with our own personal animals that are willing to share themselves with with the children when they come. So right. we we will still be adopting and we will have and this this is the the mentorship that she gave me was that, you know, you can get caught into taking everybody's, you know, any anything and everyone that comes, you know. And she said you need to set your boundaries because you're going to be doing something a little different with the educational center which is very much needed. And then you don't want to be overloaded with too much to do on the sanctuary side. So right. and that, was, that, that yeah. was when you started, like right after that meeting, I want to say, is when you started really putting together all the marketing. Because it was almost like this, it, it was that sign from the universe that you were going in the right direction. You know, because it went from this like one day dream to, wow, there's somebody out there who's doing, again, not not exactly the same thing, but 
to me who were, mm-hmm. they were so open and willing to take you in and to show, invited you out to the farm. And then it was still a few weeks before you guys actually got out there, I think, after you mm-hmm. made the connection. And then, yeah. and obviously, you know, you kept it awesome that you kept in touch and continued that. But I feel like right after that, next thing I saw on Facebook, there was all this, you know, uh, uh, what a page or a group had been created. But right after that, I feel like you did that and had all the marketing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that one step of seeing somebody else live something that was similar to your dream kind of started a series of, hey, if they can do it, we can do it too kind of a feeling. Right. And and I think I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the Happy Trails uh, Sanctuary as well because we, we I contacted her and she was really excited about helping us do whatever she could to help us, too. So all these sanctuaries are very willing to help, you know, because they, they say that, you know, the more people that we can get involved and doing even, like, like if I want to do more of the educational side, they need that. And when I was there last weekend, I heard Janet, and Janet's in our group here, she, said, she was saying to, the, to some of the people that were there, that, that we were going to be doing an educational center, which would be a place where they can come and be able to teach classes and things like that. Because some of the sanctuaries, they don't have an extra building to meet in. And this would, be, this would give them that opportunity. Wonderful. Okay, so from, from there, start. Okay, so you, so you, saw, you saw folks out there kind of doing it. Because I feel like the reason I'm, I'm talking about that is because I feel like that was a, a big turning point from going from a someday to a maybe sooner rather than later. It was still still not, you know, a tomorrow dream at that point. You're still kind of acting as if. But it was a major kind of leapfrog into we're doing this mm-hmm. because the next thing that we've got, and this is what I really want to talk about. I mean, talking about acting as if, when you created, when I got invited to like your page for the farm, I thought it already existed. I was getting confused about whether you guys had because remember at that time too you were still look, you were looking at property, and you were constantly yes. you you shown sent me plenty of links with different properties that you saw that would be a good fit for this. And so the uh-huh. next thing I you know so I heard that you went you met with this woman and she had a farm and they're doing things that are so similar to you and she was so excited for you and all that good stuff. Um, I'm getting links from you of pictures of farms. And next thing I know, I'm liking a page for the farm that was this, <laughs> this marketing that looked like it was it was already happening to the point where I was confused. And that's yeah. really what that's what I want you to talk about on this call, Mindy, because that was you know the fact that and, and Dana was doing Dana's been doing great this month with that too. That everything Dana posted this month, I thought actually happened to her. Yeah, and Ming has actually. You know, but, but it's that conviction. It's that it's that conviction that I know for a fact that all that stuff will be happening to Dana. Well, it's you know because time time and space don't actually exist. But it has happened to Dana. But all of that has, you know, to a point where you're confusing people on Facebook, and I'm like, does this farm exist? Can we actually go there? What what's going on? That's what this whole month is about. Like, I want people to be confused as to whether or not there's a farm that comes to this. And do they bring a book or do they not bring a book? I don't know. Is that part of it yet? I, you know, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. So talk to me a little bit. That's what I want you to spend some time here on. Like, after something happened after that visit that caused you to go home and create a Facebook page and 
do all this very cute marketing. You know, what was that thing? That's that's really what I think that this group's going to benefit from. There's some a flip switch in your head. So tell us about that moment or that. Do you understand where I'm going with this? What what was that thing that you went from? Hey, this yeah, one day Don and I are going to do this. To I got to get a Facebook page up. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I I can't pinpoint what you're talking about. Because so many things happen at, and so fast that I'm, I'm not sure of that very moment. But one day I just thought to myself, it needs to be a place where, to, uh, to create the buzz. Okay, there, was, there, there is one thing that I can think of. Israel is putting together a, um, a, a sanctuary. And actually Janet has had someone from that sanctuary come and talk to her about helping with uh, Curly, the goat, uh, with some kind of muscle thing that she's dealing with. And they were doing a big buzz about their farm, and it wasn't even in, even in, in existence yet, okay? They just started, you know, putting things out there and getting the buzz out and, you know, sh- showing models of the, of the farm and and what we're, you know, they were going to have this hospital, and they were going to do this and that. That was part of what got me going to, to put mm-hmm. my my page up. And so I thought to myself, okay, I mean, this is inspiration coming, not that I'm just thinking it, but it, you know, things, thoughts came to my mind. Okay, what what can you put up here? You know, what, maybe since you don't have a picture of the farm, let's let's do the cartoons. And so I put the cartoons up there and. People started just reacting to that, and then they started getting really interested. And then when they start asking me about it and I'm talking about it, they were just getting so excited about it. And they're like, man, this would be an awesome place to have here, you know, in our local community. <laughs> and now, I mean, I told Don the other day, I, I feel like it's already here anyway because <laughs> I, I, can do, I can do some of this stuff. Without right. the farm being here, right. so that was my next inspiration. Was that you know what can you do now? I actually got off a call right now, about an hour ago, with a lady here that's local, and she contacted me last week and she said, "Mindy, I just feel like I need to, to talk to you, and it keeps, and my, your name just keeps coming up in my head and." I want to talk to you. I've been following the farm, and I'm really intrigued about the farm. And I've been—I just think I need to talk to you. And I—and she goes, but I don't even know why. <laughs> and so we got to talk, and she goes, I know I want to write a book, but I don't think that's it. And she said, um, she wanted to put a group together, okay? And so she started talking to me about her group. And how she wanted to do it. And I thought, well, maybe she wants some VA work or something. You know, me help her do something like that. And so we talked last week. And she said that she had, written, she had read a book, uh, Manifesting 10K in 90 Days. And she wanted to do a course about it. And I thought, well, maybe she wants me to write a course on that. And as we were talking, I said, what's the name? What, who, who wrote the book? And she said, Cassie Parks. And I said, oh, I know Cassie. And she's like, do you know Cassie? <laughs> and she was all starstruck, I guess. And and I said, well, yeah. And I said, but uh, if you're going to do a, you know something like this, then you're going to want to call her or write her and tell her that you're going to use her book, you know, for a course. 
Long story short, we start working together. She calls today, and we're talking about the farm. And she says, you know what? And, oh, I said, I just recently realized by another chance meeting, you know, like in the last few days, I think it was last week, where some, someone gave me, by, by accident, getting into another group, by, you know, by accident, I, I meet this one woman that says, um, you know, I'm doing 15-minute laser coaching sessions. And so I went to it, and she said, well, we're going to figure out what your overall purpose is. And this is what I'm telling this other lady today. And I said, my o- overall purpose is to create space for people to speak their truth. And she said, you're going to make me cry. I said, well, don't cry because you're going to make me cry. <laughs> and she said, Mindy, that just went straight to my heart. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say now. And she said, this is what I've been looking for. And she said, that's what I want to know. I, I want to talk about the farm. That's why I need to talk to you. And so we talked a little bit about the, you know, her coming and doing a coaching. She's a Reiki master. She does all kinds of other things. And she said, that's what, I, that's what I need. I need a place to speak my truth. And when she said that, then I was thinking, you know, it's a, it's a space for the animals to speak their truth as well. Because wow. when, we, when we write the books for each of the animals, we're going to be asking them, what do you want us to say? You know, mm-hmm. because they have their story. And it's not necessarily the story of what they came from. It's what they want us to know now. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I think so interesting about all of this is it started with, I mean, obviously, uh, well, there's a lot of stuff I'm having. One, you know, I, I believe, and I talk about here in in this group, and especially this month, one of the themes is there's a truth to what we are here to do. There's a truth to how how we are supposed to be of service. And you know, sometimes I hear a lot of people, especially when I do my Jack Canfield work, you know, what's my life purpose? People spend so much time trying to figure out their life purpose and what is it and how do I say it perfectly and all of that good stuff. And I kind of think it's more about this, like, little small voice inside you, this feeling, something that you love, something that you know to be true for you. And that's really what this whole thing has been about. And so you know this, and a lot of us know this, and we have these these dreams and these hopes and a vision and a way that we want to contribute. We don't necessarily always know how that ties to making money. That's, you know, one of the big things. But we know this way we want to contribute. And then all of a sudden life starts growing. Once we get really clear about that, which, you know, I remember when um, Ming and I were talking with you last summer, there was the, you know, was it the book? Was it retreats for women that you wanted to do? Was it the farm? And Quite honestly, for most of us, it's just no one thing. There's there's a couple of different ways that we show up and serve. There's a few different ways, uh, you know, a number of different skills and talents we have that we're we're bringing out. But once that farm thing starts turned from that someday to, you know, wait, we could actually do this. And I feel like when you started meeting people who were doing, again, not the same thing, but in the similar vein from you, something changed. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. then the marketing came out. And then here's the thing about when you tell people, because this is a big theme I'm hearing, Mindy, from everything you've shared so far, is the telling people, right? I mean, how many Mm -hmm. of us have a dream that, you know, your best friend knows, maybe a couple of your family members know, but, you know, I'll say under 10 people in your life know that you have this dream. 
right? Yeah. And now think about you and the farm. How many people know about this dream? A lot. Hundreds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and each person, it, it almost feels like each person who knows about it turns around. I mean, even down to the, the, the first example you started with, with the zoning, each person who knows about it turns around and goes, oh, oh, I know something that could help you with that. Or, oh, my gosh, I remember in this last story you shared with this, this woman, the Reiki master, the speaking the truth, I've been waiting for you. Mm-hmm. I have been waiting for you. So here's the thing. This is, and this goes to the truth of, of all of our dreams, right? For every single one of us, there's somebody who's got the information we need, the funding we need, the support we need, whatever it is that we need. They know how to get us to our target market, our target audience, whatever. And there's other people that are out there that have literally been waiting for us. And so this whole acting as if is standing in, it really is. And that's, you know, we've been talking this month about acting as if. We've, you know, we've been saying that. And one of the things I really tried to emphasize on our call for this month is, this isn't, this isn't your average acting as if. This isn't your one-day, someday scripting. This is the acting as if that comes from knowing who you are and knowing how you're going to con- contribute to the world. It's a mm-hmm. very different acting as if. So, so Mindy, mm-hmm. this, this whole confusion about whether or not the farm exists, and then you said something else that I just want to highlight, which is I could start doing some of this stuff today. I don't right. need a piece of land. I don't need that red barn. Now, of course, I'm going to have that red barn because that's what's in my advertising and that's what I want. But mm-hmm. there's a lot that can happen today without those four walls. There's a lot that can happen today without the land, which goes for each of us. There's a lot that can happen today without the website. There's a lot that can happen today without mm-hmm. the ideal relationship you're looking for. There's a lot that can happen before you lose those last 10 pounds. There's a lot that can happen before the money shows up. You know, for all of us, there's a lot that can happen, but we've got to stand in the, the truth and the knowing and the power. We have to act as if we know that this is all coming, that we know this is true, we know we're on the right path. Yes, and that's the – remember me talking about Under the Tuscan Sun? That's exactly what the Building the Train Tracks and mm-hmm. Stop Chasing Ladybugs is all about. It is mm-hmm. – Distracting yourself enough to say, doesn't matter if the house is here. Doesn't matter if the relationship's not here yet. Doesn't matter. Just go home, work on your house, and forget about it. And guess what? That leads to other things. Because once you get that enthusiasm, and that's what I've always said, that, and, and Abraham says this too, that the best marketing you can be, you can have, is enthusiasm. So when right. I'm talking about the farm, and this is so easy for me because the farm just lights me up. And so when I'm talking about it, and people have said to me, you know, your face just lights up when you're talking about this. And that's the truth, because that's where I want to be. That's, that's exactly what I want to be doing. I want to be cuddling. Somebody asked me today on Facebook, what would you be doing right now if you could do anything? And I said, I'd be playing with baby goats, you know. And she goes, that's so you, Mindy. <laughs> and, but that's really what I would want to do. And, and I would love to be on the farm, um, you know, you know, uh, hooking up with this with Kimberly today that I was talking to, or you know Dana coming to do you know putting a, a program together, or Ming, you, you and Ming coming in. We do that retreat that we talked about a, a million years ago about under the Tuscan sun. You remember that? We were talking right, about yeah. 
And all that stuff just seems so more vivid now that it doesn't matter if I'm fearful about it. I'm not even that fearful about it anymore because I've passed right. that. I've gone past mm-hmm. that. And so mm-hmm. now it's just, it's just, it's just uh, you know, trivial things like getting the um, the the, uh, the place, you know, like you know, it, it can start oh, the, the 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 trivial things like actually getting the land. But that's yeah, it. Yeah. Other than that, well, <laughs> but you know what? That that is it because that's you right. That's what Abraham says. It's, it's all about getting into the vibration of having it, right? And right. it's 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 funny because I was talking to someone after Mike proposed, and I said I had already been in this vibration that I was engaged and that this this was a done deal. I had been practicing that vibration for so long that the proposal was almost like, yeah, so we're engaged. Like everyone around me was so excited. And I was too for a good 24 hours. I was very excited. And then after <laughs> that, I was like, yeah, but I, like it was, it was almost like, yeah, but I've already done this in my head. I've already done the excitement and the dance and the how I'm going to tell everybody and the, all that stuff in my head a million times that when it really happened, I was like, yeah, I've been here, done that. So it's like when you get to the farm, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is, this is where the need to move some furniture around because I've already been there, done that. It's kind of funny when you get so into the vibration of something and you're so uh, committed to it, then when the actual dream does come, and I remember people said to me, oh, my gosh, I I, I know how much you've been waiting for this, how long you've been waiting, and I remember all these conversations about it. And I remember thinking at the time we were saying that, I was like, what? I don't, I don't remember. I had so moved past that place. Yeah, so moved past the waiting and the hoping and the dreaming and the wishing and the one day. I was so past that that when people reminded me for how long I talked about this, I was like, oh, I it feels like a lifetime ago. I vaguely remember sitting in your living room and talking about one day being engaged. Like, now that you're mentioning it, it's coming back, but I'd already passed that. So I think that's, you know, I think I, as as funny as that statement was, all I need now is the land. <laughs> that's, that's really that's really true. So, um, well, Ming, I want to see if you have any questions. And then, Mindy, I have, I have a, a question I think might be helpful to the group. So before okay. I do, Ming, I want to give you an opportunity, sir. No, no, no. You're, this is great. I the only little I just made a few comments in chat. That was it. Just just listening to Mindy, you know, you realize that's what she was doing to close that vibrational gap, and that's why it was and is so real. And so many people really thought it really existed. And I think there was a moment in time where I actually thought it happened too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. I really thought you were there, and I. And for a second, I was just like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> but no, you, you, you are there, actually, you know, in one dimension. Yeah. It's just you aligning yourself up to it, which you are. So it's just now just letting the universe just take care of all the details of it, which is fun because, you know, thinking about under the Tuscan, that feels like five years ago. And I didn't even yeah. know you five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That just feels like a really, really long time ago. So. But you know, the, the building your train tracks is exactly what I've been doing because, and I wanted to share that story. Can I do that right now? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So in building your train tracks and uh, this movie, Under the Tuscan Sun, this is one scene where, um, let me see, I've got some notes here, uh, where Frances has, on a whim, she buys a villa in Tuscany in an attempt to put the pieces of her life back together after a terrible divorce. 
When a snake enters her bedroom and her real estate agent friend tries to help her find it and remove it, she becomes overwhelmed with emotion at all that has been happening with her life, the move to a new country, a new culture, and starting her new life. She decides to confide in him. She starts crying, and and he says, um, well, I think the snake has left. And she sits on the edge of the bed, and then she says, I'm the stupidest woman in the world. I bought a house for a life I don't even have. And he goes, why did you do it then? And she says, because I'm sick of being afraid all the time, and I still want things. I want a wedding in this house. I want a family in this house. I have all these bedrooms. What if there's no one ever to sleep in them? And he says, between, he starts to share a story with her and says, between Austria and Italy, there's a section of the Alps called the Semmering. It is impossibly steep, very high part of the mountains. They built a train track over these Alps to connect Vienna and Venice. They built these tracks before there was a train in existence that could make the trip. They built it because they knew someday the train would come. That's what I'm building right now. I'm building the foundation. I'm building, I'm making a list of my fears and saying I'm sick and tired of living and being scared. And I, I still want things. So I started a vision board and I journal and I do all these things. And those are ways to lay that foundation and lay those train tracks. And then when you start talking and declaring and sharing with people, that starts the momentum. The momentum gets going and it gets faster and faster with each person you declare and share it with because you build that up every time that you say that and you get even more clarity and they they respond to you and then you go, oh, that's what they want to see in the farm. This is what, what's coming next. And then people start coming to me and I've got goosebumps all over me right now. <laughs> um, you know, people start showing up. That one thing, Ming, was... I started doing videos, and when I went to see uh, the Pickerington Chamber president, because I wanted to find out <clears throat> the pulse of the city, and because the realtor had mm-hmm. said, you need to start talking about this. You know, where has this been? You know, I mean, I said, well, I kind of hide up in my office. She goes, you need to tell people this, because Pickerington is a place where if they see your enthusiasm, they're going to be behind it. And that was one of my uh, catalyst, you know, uh, Mm. that really got me going on this too. And so, what was my, I always do this, I lost my train of thought. Um, Yeah, so I just started talking more about it. And then people will, you know, started jumping on, um, well, I was talking to the president, that's where I was, sorry. Um, So I was talking to the chamber lady, and she we start talking about um, doing videos because I said, you know, I want to help whoever, you know, needs my help. And then in exchange, maybe I can just have them donate to my GoFundMe, you know, and she said, that's a great idea. And so I was uh, trying to find a, a good place to do my videos because I was doing them on iMovie and it was just driving me crazy. And so I just said to the universe, send me a good um, software for videos. And Ming shows up with Lumen 5. <laughs> and and that's been happening all over the place. I, I was concerned about my health and whether I had had what it takes to run the farm and care for all the animals. And I really got my got into a really bad, a low depression about that. And Amina comes up and says, we're going to talk about med- medical medium. 
<laughs> and, and then I, you know, we were talking about Ayurveda. Remember, I had talked about it. I had talked to uh, Ruby about it, and then Amina starts talking about it. And I hook up with Kate Stillman, who had a book about about it, and I ordered the book. And then there was another naturopath that showed up in my life, and she talks about the seven laws of health. So I had like three different areas where, okay, Mindy, just get your act together. You got all your information you need. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Mindy, this is why you're so perfect to do this. So I love this. So, so step one is building the train track. And so really just want to emphasize some of the stuff you said again. So building the train tracks prior to a train in existence that could make that trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's one of the things that, you know, hopefully this will be an inspiration to anybody who's listening to this is, you know, people will come to you and say, Why, what are you doing wasting your time building these train tracks? There's not a train in existence that can make this trek. And, and when that train exists, you may have to change the train tracks. They might have to make it narrower or wider, or you may have to add in an extra blah, blah, blah. And you know what? They're there, and they care, and they're they're doing their best to help you out in the, the best way they know how. But mm-hmm. they don't they don't have your vision. They don't see what you're seeing. So step one is building the train tracks, and that's really what we're talking about, acting as if, right? Acting right. as if it already exists. So build your train tracks. Start, you know, start putting out the drapes for the farm, right? <laughs> start, <laughs> start deciding who's, where, who your suppliers are going to be and, you know, how wide the road needs to be to get the, the trucks in for the deliveries, whatever the case may be. It's like you start building those train tracks. And then the second one, and I, I wish I'd written down exactly how you said it because you had a Declare it and share it. (laughs) Thank you. That's exactly it. Declare it and share it. So then once you start building the the train tracks, and I I want to talk about this for just a moment too. There is a period of time between building the train tracks and declaring it and sharing it because there is some sort of a switch for each one of us where we have to be so confident in our vision, and that might include declaring it and sharing it with a small inner circle. But we have to be so confident with our vision because if you take that brand new baby idea, like a newborn baby, really, you don't right. take a newborn baby out to a germ-filled environment at three days old. So you, you know that, that, that new baby idea, that newborn baby, their body is not equipped to handle that. You're putting them in a dangerous situation. The same thing with you. It's, you know, it's like once the baby hits a, a certain amount of maturity and there's some confidence, then, you know, they're getting whatever off the floor and you're like, yeah, it's fine, still survive. But there's there's a period of time where you wash your hands every time you touch the baby and you don't take them into, you know, crowded places where there's going to be tons of germs abound or whatever the case may be. And the same is with your idea, right? So same mm-hmm. thing with your idea is you declare it and share it when that idea has enough maturity around it, enough sustenance to it where you feel confidence enough that there will be people who go, what, why are you doing that, or what? what's the use of that, or, you know, there's not a train in existence yet that can make that track, whatever that case may be. I was watching an episode of the Shark Tank the other day, and uh, this guy had this idea, and one of the sharks was just, like, pretty much going off on him about, like, how he thought it was just the stupidest idea, like, he didn't want to invest because he thought it was a dumb idea. And this guy got choked, I mean, got so defensive and choked up and started crying, and the guy said to him, you're going to have to deal with a lot worse than me out in the market. 
and you have to pull yourself together. You need to be able to hear this criticism and be able to turn around and either say, thank you for the feedback or say, you know, you're not the first person I've heard who said that. And here's what I, here's, you know, here's my response, right? Mm-hmm. And there's this, like, there's a little bit of gap in there. So I love that. I love those, those and, and I love that you laid them out because I feel like they're stages, right? This, this, mm-hmm. the, the building the train tracks is mm-hmm. a stage, and then the declaring and sharing is a stage of that. Yeah. So I wanted to highlight that. Yeah, and then the third thing would be just watch for the signs and, and take inspired action because as soon as someone comes to you like Kimberly did today, you know, I was helping her uh, get used to a Zoom because she wanted to be able to see the people instead of just doing it on Facebook Live. So that's why we were together on a on a call um, on Zoom. So we had both of our – she could see me and I could see her. And that was powerful too, you know, because when I was talking about the space, and speaking your truth, I could see her face, facial expressions when I said that. And it was just, she started tearing up. You know, she said, this, this is why I needed to talk to you. This is exactly why your name kept being flashed in front of my face, <laughs> you know. And, and, and that, that's what will happen with each one of you. You know, when you have something you're going after, once you do that, Start laying those train tracks and declaring it and sharing it. And, and it, will, it will change. It will morph. It will evolve every single day. And, uh, you know, I have my vision of it. Don has his, his vision of it. And even this week we were still talking about how, you know, what is your vision, my vision. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's going to be a journey. It's, it's, it's going to even be evolving as we Get to the farm, you know, as we, as we move in and we start doing things, we're going to say, okay, well, that, let's just leave that and let's do this, you know. It's going to be evolving constantly. But it's, it's possible for me to have what I want from the farm and him to have what he needs from the farm. Mm-hmm. And it's totally different. You know, he's been working since he's been out of high school, you know, um, and, you know, 36 years at AT&T, you know, I mean, and he's, he's ready to, for a nice, quiet, you know, taking just care of the farm and not, not having to, to work every day, go to work every day. So that's totally different than what I want to do because I want to play with the animals then. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, 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 have, and I want to go to, I want to do all this learning at the event center and bring all these people in because I think that, that will just light me up, you know. So we both have our reasons for being there and, of course, to, to you know, share the animals with the children mm-hmm. and, teaching friendship and, you know, that kind of thing with them. And that is just, it's just everything that we've ever wanted. Well, I love that. So I think at this point, let's open up and see if there's any, I'll start with you, Ming, but see if there's any questions or comments or thoughts. Sure, I love questions. Thank you, Mindy, for sharing your story again. It was, it was wonderful to hear and how everything I love how you just kept following inspired action, you know, like you would ask the question to the universe or whatever, and you just literally get your answer like almost immediately. (laughs) I I would just say, I would just say, continue asking and watching the universe deliver it right to you. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Anyone else? Five. (laughs) 
Anyone else have questions for um, Mindy? And if you're in chat, you can type it in chat as well. Getting some chat love, Mindy. Getting some thank yous in chat. All right, so Miss Mindy, before we close up, what if you had to choose kind of one piece of advice, one, um, you know, there's, there's been some times you've shared pretty openly on Facebook. There's been some times where holding on to the dream hasn't been as easy or mm-hmm. acting as, you know, some, some setbacks, right? They, and, and in the scheme of things, they were probably pretty minor, but in the moment they were happening, they didn't feel very minor, right? So mm-hmm. there's been some moments of, do I just go back to public? Do I just, get, you know? So I just kick my nose back into my book and stick with publishing that I know and, you know, who am I to or why am I putting myself through this and, and holding out for this dream. And, you know, if we use the analogy you've used during the call about the train tracks, there's not even a train that can make this track. Why am I spending so much time and effort building these, these tracks? And what if a train never shows up? And what if what if that? So if somebody's in that, that place of, you know, I've been acting as if, and, yeah, I've had some, some successes because, you know, most times when you do this stuff, there are some, some wins, some signs that you're on the right direction. But then there's also some moments of absolutely nothing or some setbacks. What would you say to that person? Well, I've had some dark nights of the soul <laughs> where I literally cry out and say, what am I doing? And, I, and that was with with some of the health issues that I was having. And I, you know, I just literally tell the universe or God, source, you know, you know, this is, I don't know what to do. And in my life, when I've said that before, the answers always come. You know, when you finally get to that point and you, and I and I and another thing that you know we've gone through a lot of financial things because of Don being off work for eight months and that kind of thing. And my mantra through all of that was to God was I trust you, and I know that you've never let us down yet. So the the thing that I do, and I you know if this is something that that is you know your belief system, is to just. And even if you don't believe in God or you believe in source, you believe in your higher self, you just say, I don't know what to do. And the answer then comes. It may take a little I bit. I love that. Time. It may take a little time. But surrender, too. Uh, um, and I remember when we went through that? Um, yeah. That, that's been a big thing for me. And Dana and I were talking the other day because we both have two God boxes. <laughs> one I have all of my bills in, and the other one I have, you know, other issues in my life. And whenever something, um, you know, doesn't feel right, I just write it on a three by five card and I put it in my box. And what that means to me is I've let go of it and I'm going to let you handle it. And I think it's similar to the uh, universal managers list. You know, uh, Abraham says, we have a universal manager that will take care of things if we just let them, you know. And I think that they really want to. You know, they would love to be able to guide us in a way that, that, that is for our highest good. But sometimes we get in the way. So sometimes when, when Don was off and we were eating soup and bread, 
um, it was it was it was really kind of a relief to just write it off and put it in the God box, and then I wouldn't even look in there. I said, you know, he they're handling it, <laughs> and right. I think that, and I think that's the, the ladybug quote that I always quote. Um, you know, when I was a little girl, I used to spend hours looking for ladybugs. Finally, I'd just give up and fall asleep in the grass, and when I woke up, they were crawling all over me. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And those I are like that, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your dreams, your dreams are the lady, you're chasing ladybugs, but, you know, when you stop and surrender it, which falling asleep in the grass would be that, Right. And then when you wake up, everything is there, you know, like the money comes in just at the right time. The, um, you know, the relationship happens right at the right time. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things that I love about that, too, is um, because we all do get hit with some of those hard times and stuff. And really the best thing, taking action from that place is doesn't normally lead to anything good you know, because you're taking action from a vibration that's not useful. So I love that. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, stick it in a God box. Let it go. Focus on, you know, times are tough. We're dealing with stupid bread here. And right now my dream feels too big. And that's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. I was coaching somebody the other day, and I kept saying to her, so what? She's like, well, and I feel like I'm just trying to get approval, and I'm trying to blah, blah, blah. And I kept saying, so what? So what if you're trying to get approval? You know, it's not going to be like that every day of your life. You don't spend every single day trying to get approval. So what, you did that one situation, big deal. <laughs> you know, because some of that, like you said, the trust, you know, we sometimes we make these things such a big deal that, you know, we took a step back or, you know, when after having six successes, we had the, 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 the next meeting you have wasn't another success. And what does that mean? And am I off track? And what's in my vibration? And what am I manifesting? And all of that worrying about what we're manifesting obviously just makes it bigger. So I love that, you know, just the, the faith in, in God and force and higher power, whatever your belief system is. And then, uh, you know, at this point in time, I just got to get through today. Yeah, Can't go any right. further than that. That's helped so much, too, uh, that whole concept of what do I need just right now. Right. <laughs> because at the end of the month when, you know, we've gone almost, to the 30 days and we, and you know, Don goes, are we going to be able to make it? And I'm like, oh, we have seven days. Lots of things can happen in seven days. And then even if that doesn't come through, it doesn't matter because I'll call them and say, I will be able to pay it in four more days by the fourth when, right. we, when you get, when you get paid. And our, our thing was always, we don't, we want to be in integrity. We don't want to go past 30 days. Right. And a, a thought came to my mind, and Dana has told me this before. She goes, Mindy, I we talked about this a long time ago, and I don't think you're going to even have to pay for this place. Yeah. And and I said, okay, so what if? Well, there's a couple of things that came up really uh, recently. Don has he's on LinkedIn, and he is on there with 625 people. Of those 625 people, they are people from Pixar, DreamWorks, Disney. The vice president of Disney just joined up with him yesterday. 
And he's always gone on there with the intention that somebody's going to pick up our, his little book, Puppy Sense, because it has the cutest pictures by our illustrator. I mean, very detailed pictures. And it has such a great message. And we always knew that Puppy Sense has some kind of a mission. He said, so what if they call us and say they want to purchase the whole thing and they're going to give us $500,000? I said, well, then we won't care whether we went four days past the 30 days, you know. We would just go purchase the farm, sell the house, and we would would buy it for cash. So there's all kinds of ways that this can happen. And universe is sitting there going, what are they worried about? Right. Because we we just don't know, right? We don't know what could happen. That could happen. Or some, another thought that has come to our minds is an older couple or somebody that just needs to get rid of the farm and just hands the the deed over to us, you know. I actually know a story of of a woman that that happened to. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just, they, you know, they were ready to sell their house and they didn't have any kids and they, because she was so in love with it and so excited about it was all they needed. Wow. So, you know, <laughs> so, so there's an example of that actually happening. And I have a feeling, too, Mindy, that this will, you know, it, it's funny because as an outsider looking into your story, it feels like it's been really easy. And I feel like that's the case for all of us. If somebody else were to look at our story, it would go, oh, man, that just seems like that just flowed and was so easy. Like I said at the beginning, it's only been a year since we've been talking about this. And the thing that I think is so funny is, obviously, if I ask you, you're not going to say it was easy. If you ask me, I'm not going to say it's easy. And the part that's not easy is all the insanity we created in our head around it. Because mm-hmm. if we just hadn't had any of those stories or that craziness, we would see that, man, a lot's happened in a year. You know, starting mm-hmm. from clarity on what we want to look at that land, you know, and, and people saying, oh, I know just the place, you know. And, you know, maybe they're out there working a deal out for you right now as you're on this call with us. Who knows? You know, the zoning <laughs> lady and the real estate lady are joined forces to make this happen. So. It's, it's kind of funny how, um, and we talk about this with surrender too, right? Being in the flow and letting things go. Uh-huh. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Miss Mindy. This has been fantastic. It's always wonderful to hear. I, I love your shares and your posts on Facebook. It's always wonderful to hear how things oh, are flowing, flowing together. And um, I know Ming and I appreciate you joining, and I think everybody who's here today with us and those who will be listening to the recording to share your story. And we just love you. Oh, boy, I love, I love you too. And thank you so much for the platform. I mean, so many great things are happening with everybody here. And it's exciting to, to see all that come, come to fruition. <laughs> Absolutely. Ms. Mindy, thank you, Mindy. Anything you want to say? No, I just want to thank Mindy for sharing her story. It's wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. I just have one more thing to say. Yes. Another quote from Under the Tuscan Sun, life offers you a thousand chances. All you have to do is take one. Mm. Mm. Nice. That's a beautiful ending to this. (laughs) (laughs) 
So for all our BPSers, um, you will be getting an email here in the next few days with our theme for the month of August and also our call, which is going to be the week of August 7th, um, possibly August 8th, but I need to actually coordinate with you, Ming, before we confirm that. So yes. second week of second week of August, and we'll, we'll get you the specific date and time and all that good stuff on there. Uh, but we are going to be playing some mega, I mean, let's call it mega blue money August <laughs> instead of just blue money. <laughs> I'm inspired by Mindy. So I, I say we build some mega train tracks. <laughs> so we're going to be um, kind of doing some light and lively and having a little bit of fun in August. going to be playing Blue Money. And um, August, the theme very much is allowing, receiving, allowing things to come to you, allowing in the flow, um, having the eyes to see, all the stuff we've we've talked about, but we're all we're gonna wrap in all these principles around blue money. Um so if you want to start prepping for this, and again you'll get an email for this, I want you to put out the magical number that's coming in during the month of August. So just write it down, stick it in your cat box, hide it under your mattress, wherever it needs to be. <laughs> but really just set that intention of and I, I want it like the the concept is write it down and forget about it and then have a relaxing, wonderful August and just watch the blue money pile in. Really? So more, yeah, fun, right? <laughs> time, that have, time that we have a little bit of fun with us. So thank you again, Miss Mindy, and sending you lots of love. And uh, thank you for we will me. have our <laughs> August call here in the next, uh, not next week, but the week after probably. Okay. Thank you all. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Love you all. all right. Thank you, love, Mindy. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.